feel I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, who are you? Basically, maybe that's the, the, the worst. Huh? <laughs> who are you and what you're doing there is shit. I mean, how dare you even email me or call me or whatever, huh? <laughs> which is which is yeah, true, like... right? I mean, I, I'm just doing this startup and I don't know what I'm doing as it is completely correct. Hey guys, my name is Ellie Feiner and this is Stop Building, where I do my best to get founders to set aside their ID and talk to some potential users. This rarely works, but I love these conversations anyway. Okay, that's it. Yes, 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 yeah. We're exchanging messages and talking about each other in different threads, so it's it's nice it's to true. it's nice to finally meet you. Awesome. Good so good. we we wanted to talk other than you know getting to know each other we wanted to talk <laughs> it's about it's also nice yeah <laughs> it's 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 the most important part but it's we also wanted to talk about um procrastination right that was the, the that was uh, the hook mm -hmm. that was the hook that was like oh let's talk about procrastination then let's procrastinate and setting up the meeting for like a couple of months right <laughs> we were pretty quick i think it's our first uh the third try to set up yeah. a meeting and uh and i think I was motivated more than the other two times. That's why I really wanted to make it happen. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, tell me about procrastination. What's uh, what does that word mean for you? What what does it do to you? What does it do to you? Um. So, I think I usually I'm not a person who procrastinates. I'm I'm good in following through. Um, and I would also say that I, I know the, like there, there's this, um, this saying, eat the frog, you know, this mm -hmm. one. Yeah. First thing in the morning. Exactly. Yeah. The, the, you start with the, with the biggest, with the big frog in the morning and then you eat this and then it's done. Eh? And I, I usually, I do this, but it's then, then with, with the, when it comes to marketing, this is just sounds so scary that I would do the tech stuff and it, it doesn't, and then it doesn't feel like procrastination. I'm still doing things, right? And then I'm, I'm, I'm tackling the most important tech stuff and the big topics, right? I, I'm not, I'm not fiddling around and writing unit tests or so, right? I, no, no, I'm tackling the big things, but they're talking to people reaching out. Um, and the fearing of getting refused, I think this is just that sits so so badly. It's just like in the back of my head, like I don't want that. Yeah, yeah. Procrastination is usually is usually about fear. It's very rarely about a person just being lazy. And like you said, you're you know in other things and in other ways when you're not when fear is not getting in the way you can do things you can even swallow big frogs right but with this with this you can't so let's talk about being refused or rejected that that's what scares you what like what kind of image do you have in your mind like you write an email and and people reply to you saying oh get out of here you asshole why are you even bothering me or do you imagine that kind of thing happening in their head they don't actually respond what does what does rejection or refusal sound like in your mind 
maybe it, it would be um, i feel evaluated and not up to the i'm i'm like i don't know what i'm doing like who are you basically maybe that's the the, the worst <laughs> huh? who are you and what you're doing there is shit i mean how dare you even email me or call me or whatever <laughs> which is which is yeah, true like right i mean I, I'm just doing this startup and I don't know what I'm doing as it is completely correct, but I'm, I, I have the fear of being exposed. Maybe this is this. I'm not, I'm not hundred percent sure, but that comes to my mind first. Yeah. Of being exposed as someone who doesn't know anything as someone yeah. who doesn't know what he's doing. Right. And, and, and being judged. Are you afraid of people actually saying to you, who are you and what are you doing? And what do you think you're doing here? Or are you afraid of them thinking that? That this is too fuzzy in my head. I I think I cannot okay. really differentiate the two. Um, also, another thing is is um, I'm, which is a bit going to different direction. It's it's a, I, I fear it's a waste of time doing marketing because it's just it's so the I think the the best market. So I I have this shared flat. Um, startup and then i i knew I, I needed backlinks to um to my site so i was starting to write to site owners asking for a backlink very simple right and <clears throat> then i i start writing emails start writing emails and it's just no feedback and this is just like yeah see i i knew it <laughs> it's not worth the trouble <laughs> is it just prove to yourself yeah and then uh and then what was interesting, um, after some time, I, I got the first feedbacks and they were totally willing to, to add backlinks. It, uh, I, got, I, I reached out to 40. I, bought, I got, got back 14. This is a, an amazing, like it's 25. That's not too bad at all. Yeah, it's, it's like more than 25, like let's say um, 30% of all the reach out gave me a backlink. And and I, I think once I saw the positive reactions or the people would buy, I mean, if it's not a buy, right? It's they gave me something. Yeah, I, I sold them anything. something. It, it, it didn't sell, right? But still, I, I got something which I wanted. And I want I wanted someone someone to do something for me, which is kind of feels like selling, right? And once I saw the positive reaction, I I did it was it got easier. Uh, but the first Jumping into the cold water, it was hard. Yeah? yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. So what what kind of marketing thing are you putting off right now? What's what's the actual, like when you're talking about procrastinating on marketing things, is there something specific you're on a daily basis looking at it and then you're putting it aside and going back to do, doing some tech things or just in general? I think it's nothing concrete so i'm i'm working on a new project which is not yet out and um in my head i think like yeah i will do marketing about this and i will i will look forward but i know that once i go to the come to the marketing my head will <laughs> play differently uh, and but for the existing what thing i do for the shared flats i um i mean i could have just reached out to newspapers for instance and asked them for an article and it just sounded like a very daring thing to do 
and then yeah i think i must i'm most afraid of the extra work and then has no output mm -hmm. i i would need to write a press release and then they would not would not appear in the newspapers and i i think i could have done coding in the same time it would have been better so let me ask you this question if you're writing code and you're building an app and you don't market it you won't have users you won't have customers you won't have a business okay right That's so true. the work you're putting into the code is going to waste as well but you don't have a problem with that yeah this is uh this is hard yeah <laughs> no I'm, you know i'm just poking but we yeah, have yeah, all these it's... mental constructs about why we do and don't do things and they turn out to often not be true that's true so you're not afraid of hard work that's what i'm uh, no, pointing no, out I'm, you're not afraid of hard work that has um, a risk attached to it you're not afraid of putting in hours and hours maybe weeks and months of your time with no guarantee of a result so what's the difference between doing that coding and doing that writing a press release or sending out emails or reaching out i think it's a the, lot more effort with, right <laughs> i mean other than leaving my comfort zone right <laughs> which is also a factor i think so it yeah. feels more painful to do this because i never did this um yeah. with coding I, I have the feeling i'm in control and i know i mean i program since i'm 14 like which is like for 30 years now it's been a long time and i usually know how much effort i need to put in to get the output and with marketing there is no no such formula which sounds scary yeah marketing is all about experiments and you can't even predict what what are the chances of the experiment succeeding because even if you're an experienced marketer because every situation is different every market is different mm -hmm. when i think about marketing i think about you know doing fundamental physics or something like experiments that you have mm -hmm. no idea exactly. and uh in physics in physics it might even be worse because it uh it takes um in physics it might be worse because it could take you know decades to get a result and sometimes you spend decades and you don't get the results marketing is usually not not quite that bad but the point that we're finding here is that it's not exactly putting in effort and then getting no results it's experiencing pain and emotional discomfort getting no results right so that's fair we have two here <laughs> Sorry? in this case we have two levers two things we can we yeah. can work with here because if you increase the chances of getting results then the pain might be worth it yeah if we did the pain then the fact that you don't get results or may not get results is less scary in both of those cases this allows you to make progress but if you're facing this with raw discipline, which is most people do, which is what most people do. Yeah. Whereas I have this amount of pain, which is a constant. I have this amount of certainty, which is also a constant. And the only thing I have to play with is just to force myself to do that. Then you have a problem. 
And that that was the hook which which uh, which got me. Yeah? You, yeah, you said you 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 if you if you just see it like this and then procrastinate it, you you will never do it. But there's there's another way. And, and there is another way. And tell me tell me about the other way. Are you? Well, the other way is first to acknowledge that there is a lot of pain involved and a lot of uncertainty involved, yeah. and to forgive yourself for not having enough discipline to just push through it. Because if you did, you would have done that already, and we wouldn't be having this yeah, conversation. That's true. Right? So it's like, it's okay. And therefore, we need to tweak one of these things. So if you want better results, you need to find someone to help you. Someone who's done this already, someone who understands um, where there are better chances. If you want yes. less pain, you need to choose ways of marketing that don't create as much pain for you. To leave the first thing aside for now, but let's just talk about finding ways that are less painful. I've been following you on Twitter for quite a while. You feel fairly comfortable there, including asking very vulnerable questions, including showing yourself as a person who doesn't know what he's doing and is learning. And you're actually providing a ton of value on Twitter through your questions. It's your main thing. That's my thing, that's true. That's your thing, and that thing is working. So you have a particular way of interacting with large groups of people online that you mm -hmm. already possess, that you're already good at, that creates traction, conversations, interest, you know, calls like these, um, desire by people to support whatever you're doing, lots of good karma, the whole thing is working. Yes. And that and that is a form of marketing. Absolutely. Now, sending out cold emails, it is a different form of marketing. And some people are more comfortable with that than with this. These are very distinct activities. The beautiful thing about marketing is that, you know, it's a very, very broad term. For example, you know, I'm a marketing consultant, quote unquote, but I know nothing about SEO. I know virtually nothing about paid ads uh like when you talk about reaching out to people asking for backlinks i've never actually done that myself i've never done that route of marketing and the only kind of marketing i specialize in is talking to people is figuring out how to talk to people to get them to talk about their problems so i can figure for myself and for people i work with what exactly do those <clears throat> do those people need because that's what i feel comfortable doing i don't I don't feel comfortable doing these other things. So if you're really good at asking good questions, then it makes sense to look for a way where that skill of yours, the asking questions, mm. would be your marketing. And then it's just a question of where you ask these questions. Where are the potential people for your app? Or you said you have a new project for your apps. Where do they hang out? And what questions would they want to respond to? And you're also using your, your humility as a source of power. You're using the fact that you don't know and you want to learn and you're curious and you want to understand and you're happy to put other people up on a pedestal and say, you know so much, I know so little, let me learn from you. You're happy in that kind of situation. Mm -hmm. And that creates a very beautiful personal, individual dynamic.
This allows you access to people. This allows you access to people who are much farther ahead than you than you are. But this could also allow you access to to potential uh, customers. Now, here's here's the here's the curious thing. When you write a cold email, your humility gets in the way. Like, who am I? Why would he respond to me? I'm not because you're right because your your frame of mind is like well i'm trying to sell something i'm trying to offer something and they need to either say yes or, or say no and they will probably say no uh, and they will pr- maybe think nasty things about me in their heads but when we look at it from a different direction you ask questions all the time probably would not fit into a cold email but no it form. would not it would not although there is maybe a way to do that, but it would fit into any Facebook group, any Discord channel, yeah, exactly. any Reddit, anywhere that people congregate around a topic. Yeah, that's true. So if we frame your marketing activity as going to, into groups of relevant interests and asking yeah. questions. And then it's easy. Then I no would probably right? any, any day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah no problem. Yeah. Oh, here you go. That's true. You <laughs> solved my problem. That's true. No, no procrastination. Which interestingly, I did. I went into Facebook groups for my shared flat thingy, and I started helping out people. And and basically, in the end, sent them a link to my site, which then all the people also clicked on, and it created quite a bit of traffic. It was a bit difficult to not be kicked out by the admins because this is gray <laughs> gray area right yeah you should you, you must not do that right you don't do marketing in facebook groups but um it was working quite well um so th- there's there's actually a very simple answer to that because all these groups uh, facebook groups discord channels um reddit subs all these places have anti self-promotion rules but these rules tend to fly out the window if you are genuinely helpful for yes. A, yes. a long enough time. Yes. So if you spend a month helping people out, yeah, yeah, and then you mention you're working on something like self promotion, it seems like oh, you're doing even more for us now, right? <laughs> and it's not fa- it's not fake because you have been, and you can't fake yourself into helping people for a month. Like you can't. You actually need to be. That's true. A month is a long time. Helpful, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and even like, I would like a month is, is is a nice chunk of time. But even if you do it for two weeks, because people's memory is so short, mm-hmm. if you are helpful, consistently helpful, uh, for a couple of weeks, it starts to as if you've always been there. Because people don't remember. Oh, this guy just joined two weeks ago and out of out of nowhere and started being super helpful. Like that's not like people don't tend to think that way because the experience is very positive. And here's Philip um, helping um, helping everybody there, and he's such an awesome guy, and he has so, so uh, such smart things to so or beautiful questions to ask, because you know if you ask a beautiful question, someone has the opportunity to reach in length. You allow that person to express themselves. It's so powerful. Um, after that, you say in a comment somewhere, you know, I I'm also working on something in this space uh 
and here's the link that what I'm working on. That's their self-promotion. Like only very, very strict groups that actually forbid you from posting links at all. Like, you know, they have a regular expression running on on the links. It's like, <laughs> oh, there, there's a link, boom, you're banned. Like regardless yeah, of what yeah. the link is about. But if there's if there's a moderator, like a person looking and, and making the decision if you are promoting or if you're not promoting, it's not promotion at that point. And then it's not a gray area. You are there in that group to participate. Yes, you have your own reasons, but mm -hmm. everybody does. That's a beautiful thing. I mean, in uh, in the Facebook example, um, I at the beginning I was a bit too too much pasting my links, and then in Facebook you um, there is this differentiation between answers and then other answers. So I would always be pushed down to the other answers but then i started to not paste my link directly and just ask more questions like follow-up questions do you really want to live in zurich can also can it be also outside <clears throat> um what's what's the budget and like things like that just to understand a bit more the question and then after some while my my answers were not in the other comments but in the top comments and um, i think i stopped too early because um i got some messages like you are very close to be the, like one of the top contributors to our group. <laughs> I should have pulled through and then I would have been like the top five the top, in this. Because yeah. it's, it's, it's really easy because it's not, not much are, effort. Yeah. Yeah. It's people are, who are motivated like, like you because they want to promote a product and they funnel that motivation in the right direction. Almost always these people become the most active people on the group. Because people who are asking questions and wondering, you know, they, they come into a group, they ask a couple of questions and they leave. They're like, it's a transactional thing for them if they want to understand something or find out something. But if you're there day, day after day answering questions or asking follow-up questions, then you become like um, almost at the level of a moderator. So I have, yeah. I, have, I have a client that I'm working with and he just started doing this um, never did any any social media work at all like you know he's a very hardcore software developer never did any marketing uh has been working on his product for i think about three years no yeah wow Long that's time. like incredible incredible piece of software but like marketing was very foreign to him anyway so we did this and he ended up in a discord group giving deep profound replies and because he's so experienced his replies were really really good and within within a week he got a personal message from one of the moderators saying oh thank you so much for being here for answering all these questions we really appreciate your 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 presence and that led to conversations about the product right so like with the moderators so so even um it's not it hasn't gotten to the point where like i'm working with him right now it hasn't gotten to the point where oh boom hundreds of clients but it it is it did break through these groups being against uh, promotion right people just start to appreciate you and it's genuine appreciation and it's for a good reason so here's your procrastination one but just <laughs> one but oh go ahead one oh, but yeah, there's it's um i'm listening to podcasts about successful entrepreneurs right startups about 
Airbnb and yeah. and uh, and the people appearing there, they are not these kind of people. So I have a mental picture of a successful entrepreneur, and they have a they have a certain style, and I think I want to mimic this style, and I think that's not me. It feels very strange. I don't want to do the things. That's probably also a reason why marketing has this kind of there's a mental picture for this bird right the marketing is kind of the door-to-door guy or the cold the cold um phone call guy right and that's really unfortunate because there are infinite variations to this and when we do things that don't agree with how we are for example sales and marketing tend to include quite a bit of lying straight up telling things that are not true and if you're not comfortable with that if you're an honest person then what you don't do marketing at all does that like it's either this or or that but no that's not true we need to find it's still any kind of marketing or sales for a software developer like you like me is always going to be pushing our comfort zone like any kind of thing because yeah you know, we feel a lot more comfortable coding. Right? We sit down, we code. <laughs> That's like uh, what we're good at. And we probably got into coding because dealing with people was uh, somewhat <laughs> inconvenient. Uh, so it's always going to be inconvenient, but it doesn't mean that you push. So there are two ways to push against your comfort zone. There is a way to push against your comfort zone in the direction you want to grow in. Mm-hmm. There is an intuitive sense. I want to become like personally, individually more of me. And there is a direction that points to more of me, for example, being more helpful, being more honest, being more authentic, being more genuine, being more in tune with my emotions, connecting with people better. All these things are things I would like to grow in. And then there are these other things that are also pushing against my comfort zone that I don't want being more of an asshole, (laughs) caring less about people, pushing people into buying things. You know, these are things I think they could be possibly effective in making money, but it's just not a direction I want to grow in. And therefore, every time we try to step in that direction, there's just like just a wall, like, no. Although I think there's some areas for exploration, right? Because I don't, I never did marketing and I know what fits me and what doesn't. So would you agree? I do. I do. And that's why it's okay to try something. Like if you haven't tried a thing, like you did try cold emailing and you did get some results, but it didn't create a sense in you that, oh, you know, cold emailing, this is just the best thing ever. Everything is so simple. I send a few emails, I get a few responses. It's all great. No, that's not what happened, even though you had some success. Uh, and that's an indication of that not being in tune with who you are. Even though you could do it, this is not something that's easy for you. But there are other things that you could do that are easy and you could do more and more of and you can that's true. get a lot better in. And you don't need to get good at all the different forms. At some point, you may want to hire other people who are better at certain things or ways or types of marketing. 
but you don't have to personally get good at all the forms just enough to get going well how do you feel now it it feels like a weight off my shoulders eh? i can i could do marketing the way i i want yeah It, it feels a lot better than yeah yeah well i'm glad to see it i can see it on your face too oh really <laughs> sure nice i mean you did that transition as well right i did do that transition as well i um what's your what's your angle of marketing which which suits you this yes. this call right here i've been doing one-on-one coaching consulting therapy what have you for about 15 years now really? i really yeah i really like wow. i i i got so i've been coding since i was right like seven, like you roughly the same, before, age. Yeah, yeah. the same age yeah um and and somewhere along the line i realized that coding wasn't all there is to the world and i got onto a path of um life coaching which turned to for me turned to therapy and I was looking for answers for myself, for my own depression, for my own anxiety, for my own stuff. And I had a, a chance to experience really good life coaching. And like, wow, this is amazing. This is what I want to do. And mm-hmm. I got training, uh, a practice. Uh, so this was 15 or maybe 14 years ago. And I've been doing quite a bit of it since. So formally, and the way I kind of present myself in, in the public sphere and on Twitter, I'm a marketing consultant. But because marketing for, for indie hackers, a big chunk of it is the things that we talked about here, like the psychological blocks to it. Yes. Um, the attempt to be someone else to do marketing and then how it backfires because you, we can't actually be someone else for for an extended period of time and also you know we choose this path of entrepreneurship to be free not to replace one mask with a different mask that doesn't Mm. like having a mask Mm. of an employee and being in the box of an employee that doesn't help you know and putting a mask of a hustle bro it's not that either (laughs) so you're replacing i would would not be And I would not want to be the door-to-door guy. I would rather work in a nine-to-five job than doing this. I agree. Exactly, exactly. And then you're like, wait a second, but I need to market. Marketing is door-to-door, so I have to do door-to-door. But then I'm missing out the the whole point of why I started on this journey. It's like, no, that's, that's not. So I've been really focusing on doing the things that I find comfortable. So, for example, I'm really comfortable random people on Twitter with like seven paragraphs of <laughs> advice for uh, for a, a question in one line. And you've seen that because, you know, that's my yeah, answers yeah. to you. Right? Uh, I'm really doing that. I can do it, um, all day long. And that's how I market. That's, that's all also, I do. I help people. You're also deep thinking. Huh? You. You go, you yeah, go, you, my best. <laughs> you go beyond this. Now you go beyond the surface. That's why what originally struck me when I read your tweets, like, wow, this is not just echo of others. I mean, usually, most of, 
I mean, much of social media is just echo of social media. So it's just reverb, right? It's just you, you see all this, and then suddenly you see this one tweet, which like, what is this? This is, <laughs> and that that's usually your tweets. That's why I like you, having you on my timeline, right? Oh, that's really good thought. I never thought it that way. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, they say that it, to be, uh, to get traction on Twitter, you need to contribute something to the conversation. For me, contributing something to the conversation is contributing some original point of view. Otherwise, I'm not, yeah. I don't feel yeah. like I'm actually adding anything. Like if I have anything smart to say, or not smart, it's just just a different perspective, counter mm-hmm. to the regular narrative. I'm actually, I'm actively looking for that, but I'm looking for that in like in everything I do. Like even what I told you that, um, I call what I do marketing. Most people, when they figure out what it is that I'm doing, it's like, wait a second, that's not marketing. That's <laughs> not marketing. You're not, you're, you're, you're not actually doing anything. Yeah, you're not actually doing anything that resembles marketing. You're doing yeah. what? It's market research, it's sales, it's uh, social media engagement. And like, well, yeah, all of these things. But you also can't market when you don't have anything, like when you're starting from zero. All the other forms of marketing actually don't work. Like SEO takes a long time. Ads are really expensive. Building an audience on social media from scratch takes years, right? All these things, yeah. they're, they're just the wrong kind of thing for, for, for an early stage entrepreneur. Early stage entrepreneurs need to find individual clients. And one of the best ways to do that, that we talked about is to be helpful. Now to be helpful yes. on social media, you don't need, you don't need a lot of followers. You don't need a well-written bio. You don't need a landing page. You don't even need an idea or an app. You don't need anything. You just need a, uh, you just need an interest, something you're interested in and, and understand well, and a group of people who you could help. That's it. Like the, the prerequisites for, for doing that are extremely low. And you don't even need to not be shy. Like shy people can do this. Introverted people can do this. Engineers okay. can do this, Absolutely. right? Yeah, and yeah. Because everybody can do this. Like, okay, so so for indie hackers, this is marketing, and everything else comes comes afterwards. So that's why I'm like, yeah, I'm a marketing consultant. And the specific thing I consult on is this: is how to be genuinely helpful online, and how to enjoy doing that, and how to you know how to turn this into um, eventually into sales because we do all of us you and me and everybody listening and all of, all of the people following me on twitter we all want the financial independence we all want nice mrr not to yes, boast yeah, sure. <laughs> just to to not worry about you know what do you buy yeah. groceries for yeah. next month and to be more more of us and not more of them because that's not, that won't help. I think this is very, very helpful. Because um, on Twitter, usually you have these memes of you don't market enough. Um, let me add this more fe- one more feature instead of doing the marketing week. You know these, right? That means quite, quite a bit of our Twitter timeline is like this. Huh? Yeah. And then it, I think what it does to you is like, oh, I'm doing it wrong. I'm doing it wrong. And it builds up this fear and it gets even bigger because i'm not doing the, the important thing i'm hiding out and the way you well, when talk, you're building like, 
when when you're building features you are hiding <laughs> that is true but the this alternative is, is not the alternative is not um crazy amount of hustle or something that feels off the alternative is just bringing out a different part of our personality into this and and i think one of the first when i when i joined twitter and i saw all these tweets and i i started to ask what is marketing and i i think it was the the right question <clears throat> i never really got an answer to that because it's hard to define right but i i thought okay i'm not i'm i'm hiding but what is it exactly i'm hiding hiding from yeah yeah well you know this is this is like a this is very much your style of a question what is marketing like no one in their right mind would <laughs> would ask that or would allow themselves to be this vulnerable <laughs> because what is marketing so it's it's really it's really amusing because you say you don't want to appear as if you don't know anything and yet when you do that's when when it's the most magical like what is marketing that's i i didn't see that tweet but it's that's such a beautiful question i'm still figuring out <laughs> yeah yeah and you know and if it just it just this is just a technique that i might steal from you because yeah, let's, go ahead. let's imagine someone an app for real estate agents right and they go into a facebook group where real estate agents hang out and they ask something like what is real estate <laughs> or what, what does a real estate <laughs> agent actually do <laughs> like something really, really simple yeah but because it's so simple first of all lots of people are happy to answer yeah, you get yeah. a broad perspective of how people think about their profession and then you can ask the follow-up and say so what's the worst thing about being a real estate agent right like and you're straight you're going straight for the problems these people are experiencing exactly. and you're now mining this group for for app ideas that's lead two questions that's true it's brilliant you're doing market well, research really right there <laughs> exactly right there. exactly so simple and i mean that's the it's such a simple trick because everyone wants to offer their opinion that's yes, why questions exactly. always work on twitter if if which design is better a and b i mean this is the best i have an opinion <laughs> i can offer my opinion and these <laughs> tweets always work right yeah yeah that's amazing yeah i'm definitely going to add this to my bag of tricks because it's um and you're right it doesn't work in cold email because if you ask an individual person that question that that does look weird and it's because when they answer, yeah, and when they it's answer, the they don't, <clears throat> they don't have an opportunity to show off their knowledge to their peers, right? Because it's just they are answering you. But when you ask it in a group, then the person answering is answering you, but he's also, oh, look at me, I know shit, <laughs> right? They're they are building their own kind of image in their own minds and in the minds of others. So, yeah, but they, they need they need a platform. But that's what you're saying. In in, in the reply in an email, it's just to one guy, and it's, it's not worth it's not worth the time to show off to this one guy. But if it's a platform of Twitter or whatever, then of course it. I want to build my image. That's my chance. Well, <clears throat> one day you're going to sell a course called the Philip Keller method, 
<laughs> that teaches how to ask the most fundamental questions that get <laughs> a, an incredible amount of engagement uh, on any social media platform. <laughs> and if you don't do it, I'm going to call it the Philip Keller method anyway. <laughs> <laughs> wow, like I invented it, yeah. Thanks for listening. If you want to be a guest on the show and talk through the problems you're facing with your business, you can send me a message on Twitter at FinerEllie. My DMs are always open. And if you're ready for some deeper work, I can actually help you find product market fit for whatever it is you're building. You can find details about how this works, how much it costs, and what I can promise you on my website at growthlab.so. See you next time.